You're listening to the Live Well Radio Podcast Show. A wealth of information for a life of inspiration. And here's your host, Brett Coleman. Hello, everyone. Today is Keeping It Simple Saturday. And for this topic, I have been going through our house, looking at the things that simplify our lifestyle, not on a weekly basis, but literally literally a daily basis. And of course, the number one item on our list is the awesome cookware. Uh, We use that three to five times per day. Let me just grab my list here. So on our list, Starting with the kitchen, I went through the kitchen and cookware, we're using the cookware three to five times per day, depending on the number of meals we're making and how many leftovers for the week we're making. Second item on that list, two to three times per day, not per week, but per day is the Vitamix machine. And then Cutco, we have the Cutco cutlery, the knife. I use my favorite knife is that petite chef knife and the turn and serve spatula. So those are the things in the kitchen that we're literally using three to five, two to three times per day. Then I went in the bathroom and I said, okay, there's electric toothbrush. I use that three times per day. Uh, The computer we're using periodically throughout the day. The smartphone I'm on all day long. And then the last thing that made that list was our electric garage door opener. We leave the house, we're using an electric garage door opener. We're not manually lifting our garage doors up and we're closing with, with the electric opener. So those are the things that I use literally on a regular daily basis. So For this show, I've invited our great friend and one of the best reps we have met for Vitamix Corporation, Jeremy Chandler, to come on the show and give us some of his favorite recipes for this amazing machine. First of all, Jeremy, let me just say thank you to your awesome wife, Gwen, who volunteered you for this interview today, even though you guys are driving across country tomorrow for a family vacation to North Carolina. Is that that correct? That is correct. Okay, so please tell Miss Gwenny thank you for sharing you with all of us today. So what's going on, man? Not much. Um, not much. You know, doing doing our thing, doing our Vitamix thing. Of course, I'm going to take some chunk of time off. All my, my family, my relatives um, are all back in North Carolina. So that's why we're heading across the country. But um, we'll even get to do a few little home engagements, though, uh, with the Vitamix as well while we're there. Good. And when I called you guys yesterday, you were driving on the highway and Gwen said, let me wait, I call you back because our, our daughter's learning how to drive. And then after I hung up, I'm like, wait a minute, what perfect timing is that? So your daughter is getting ready to help you guys make that trek across I-40 out to North Carolina, right? Well, she won't be driving on the way there because we've got adjusted schedules, but she will on the way back. We will definitely be giving them some practice time on the way back. And here's the thing. We don't just have one. We've got three 15 year olds that just got their permit this last week. So we're not driving a whole lot right now. We're being chauffeured. I mean, very fearfully chauffeured, but we're being chauffeured. So our prayer, listen, man, our prayers are with you for that trek home. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. And back because going out, it's me and the wife. So we get a honeymoon. Right. But on the way back, that's when the van is full of all the kids. So that's really where we need the prayers for sure. Oh my goodness. All right, man. So listen, how long have you been part of the awesome Vitamix family as a representative? Uh, Vitamix, it'll be six years in July. Okay, so in a, basically next month will be your sixth year anniversary, okay? You got it. Mm-hmm. So were you a consumer first or a rep first? You know, I was a consumer first. I had used um, a Vitamix with, with a friend of mine, um, and I used theirs for a while. 
um, because they had one associated with their business, they had a smoothie business, and so I used theirs. Um, but then I ended up uninheriting it because it wasn't really theirs. I was just using it. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to a competitor, uh, the Blendtec, actually. And um, it wasn't bad, but I will say I missed some of the finesse that the Vitamix was able to, to give me and some of the versatility it was able to give me. So I actually, you know, took that. I took that back to Costco after a short time and I went ahead and just added the, the extra money that I wanted to get the Vitamix I wanted. And uh, I still got that one now. And, um, and it's uh, working great. Let me just say this. And here's my opinion from experience. Here's how I feel. If you don't have a Vitamix machine, you really only have a blender. And, and be, because I can look over the past years and honestly say that every single blender that I have purchased is now in a trash can. Right. And once I finally realized that the Vitamix was a machine, not a purchase, more of an investment, I have never got rid of the, I, I, We actually have two of them. One's in the house and we use it, like I said, at least three times per day. And the other one's in the motorhome that we take on our road trips and tours. So that's why I have you on the show. Give me a little more information about the company. So it was it's owned and operated by the, am I saying it right? Barnard family in Ohio since 1921. Correct. It was. Uh, started the, the family started the business in 1921. Now they started selling um, typically door to door small handheld like appliances like small whisk, uh, small blenders, small um, handheld like can openers, things like that. Really small stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, at one point in time, legend has it, uh, Papa Barnard, they call him William Barnard, the founder. Um, he actually uh, had this theory. He said, "You can't sell anything." Uh, directly to a consumer for more than a dollar. Well, Vitamix has um, definitely misproven that point um, uh, several times over now, over the years, even by himself. So uh, he he had a vision to to really bring appliances in the house that were going to change things. And so he became acquainted with blending, but then wanted to do it a little better than what they saw. So they started manufacturing their own machine. First Vitamix machine rolled out for sale in 1937. Wow. And um, and then the very first infomercial um, on television was in 1949. Now, if you go to YouTube, you can search Vitamix, 1949 Vitamix infomercial. This is in the Broadcast Hall of Fame, actually, where Papa Barnard um, was um, on in Cleveland. And it was kind of a, almost like a public access kind of thing, basically. And, of course, local stations used to do that anyway. They would have open time where you could buy time. So he got on there. And he did about an hour presentation. And if you go, go watch it, it's, it's amazing. It's part salesman, part preacher, part motivational speaker, all, all the way around. It's, it's really cool. But he did about an hour presentation and he got off. He just started taking phone calls. Well, that was so successful. They, they decided to run that in a couple of other regional areas. Um, I think they ran it out West Coast, California. Um, once or twice in a couple of little pockets, they ran that same infomercial he did. And again, at that point in time, it wasn't even called an infomercial because there was no such thing. So it was like the first of its kind. He did that. It went really well. And interestingly enough, a lot of people come and walk by the Vitamix booth and they say, oh, the Vita Vita Vegemin booth, referring to the old I Love Lucy um, TV, TV show, you know. Yeah. Well, that's where I Love Lucy got the idea was because it was the first infomercial that happened in 1949. I Love Lucy, that episode came out in about um, 52, I think it is, 53 is when that came out. And uh, so it was something that was new um, at that time. So, yeah, and then since then, going and growing. They started by going to home uh, state fairs, home shows, county fairs. That's really where they put their marketing is live demonstrations. And we're still doing it. And then the machine I read that's Vitamix, with the emphasis on vita meaning life, correct? 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Vita mix. It was two separate words. It was hyphenated um, at one point, uh, but they, they decided for simplification to go ahead and merge those two together. The interesting thing is um, people still walk by the booth and get a little bit confused. They're expecting a vitamin mixture mm-hmm. um, instead of a, a life mixer, a, a mixer that you can use for your everyday life to help infuse more life into what you're doing in the kitchen, which is really what it's all about. It really is. So like you say, you, it's not, it's not a blender because <clears throat> just because it blends doesn't make it uh, just a blender. And I don't even refer to it as a blender. Um, yes, it's, you know, in inventories at, at different places where they're sold, is it going to be under the blender category? Well, yes. Um, but it's way more than that um, because it does so much more than a blender. Uh, it, you can fly a space shuttle, but it's not a hang glider, mm-hmm. right? They both have wings, but that's where the similarity really ends because it does so much more than just get off the ground. Um, and the Vitamix does that. And to touch on that, here's what I, and I 100% agree, blew my mind back in the early 2000s. I was at a home show. Uh, when doing, I think it was mortgages, and I, we had a booth set up there, early 2000s. I saw, I walked by this guy with a microphone in his machine, and I literally watched him throw a handful of stuff into a machine, turn the thing on, and then like a minute or two later, they they were serving hot tortilla soup. Like within, within, I wouldn't even say it was a minute. How long does it take to make that soup? Well, if you start from room temperature, it takes five to six minutes. Okay. Well, in Arizona, like we are, probably about three minutes because room temperature is a little bit warmer here. Um, if you start with just warm water, if you take warm tap water, pour it over those veggies along with your seasonings and everything, you can get it you know, warm enough to eat uh, in a minute or two. That's amazing. So, yeah, pretty, pretty amazing stuff. And, you know, it, it kind of goes along the lines of what, what you're talking about with things that we use all the time, things that make life easy. You talked about... Um, of course, your cookware. It's one of those things that's a staple now. It's part of your life. It's part of your kitchen. It's just as much a part of your kitchen as your light switch. And to me, that's really where the simplicity happens is when you don't even realize how much it affects your life. Uh, electricity is, you know, one of those things, obviously, that we really take for granted. And I'd say the garage door opener. If I had to get out and roll it up and roll it down every single time, I'm really going to appreciate that track up there. Um, and it's the same way with, like you said, the cookware, the Vitamix. When you get used to using good quality materials, um, the knives, like you were talking about, when you get used to grabbing that petite carver and know whatever piece of meat I've got out there, I'm going to be able to cut right through it with great finesse, and I don't worry about the thing uh, holding up to whatever my kids put it through either, um, which is which is which is what you want. But the only unfortunate thing is then when you go to a friend's house and they, uh, you're used to using something like a Vitamix, for example, and they, uh, they tell you, Hey, you know, make a margarita or, uh, will you make this or make that? And they put out something they bought off a shelf and they want you to get the same results. That's when you really realize, Oh my gosh, I forget. I'm spoiled by this thing. I'm spoiled by how this cookware works. I'm spoiled by what this does for me. Right. Um, so yeah, and that, that's really, to me, what defines simplicity is how easily you get used to using it without even realizing how magical that thing is, you know? It makes you look really good. And here's what I love about the machine, just like the cookware, it's 100% made in our country, right? Right. Yep. Love that. Uh, Vitamix has components made from, um, brought in from other countries, some of our, our, our boards and things like that, the electronics, they're brought in from like Japan and so on. But yeah, um, all of our machines are designed 
uh, and assembled here, and they're made here with a minimum of 70% U.S. content. Uh, but right now, the, the the way you label stuff in the U.S., they've made it unless it's like 98%, they won't allow you to make and just say made in the U.S. Um, for years, if you look at a machine a couple of years ago, it said on the back of the machines and the boxes, made in the U.S. with a minimum 70% U.S. content. So, yeah, they're still made here, and the majority of the components all come from here and are made here, manufactured here. Um, in the U.S., which is a lot to be proud of. It's not a whole lot of that happening um, like it used to, um, but uh, but I'm, I'm proud of that. It makes a difference for sure. I am too. So t- give us your top three favorite recipes that you can share with us today. Quick, easy, and healthy. Let's see. Okay. Um, quick, easy, and healthy. Of course, smoothies is something we just do all the time. And if you have a good smoothie recipe, um, I, I tell people especially, if you start with a cookbook, you're going to have better success. We can be creative once we learn how the medium works. Um, you know, every every oven is going to bake differently. Well, blending apparatus is, is going to be the same way. You got to learn to use it and start with a recipe. Uh, start out with a recipe so you're not just throwing stuff in. That way you start to learn how ratios and textures work together uh, to get the outcome that you really want. So favorite uh, favorite green juice is the green juice that I've been making in my demonstration for six six years. Um, and I honestly, I use it at home as my basis. I might vary from it a little bit since I, I know how textures and things work together, but it's green juice. It's a green smoothie and you know, your kid loves it. Wife loves it. People love to stop by for it, even though they've had it a, a thousand times. It's simply pineapple, slice of pineapple, a whole orange, a third of a banana. You peel the orange, throw it in there. Uh, peel the banana, of course, too. Um, you don't have to, you can put all the peel in there you want. But Wait a minute, from the banana? Yeah, you you don't you go ahead and peel the banana too. Monkeys peel bananas, so I do as well. But but you don't have to. You don't have to. No, you can put the peel from everything in there. Um, but just because the machine can handle it doesn't mean we can. So if it tastes bad or it's bad for you, take it out. Right. So uh, take a slice of pineapple with the core. Leave the core. Take out the peel. Um, third of a, a third of a banana, whole orange um, peeled, and then a little slice of lime with the peel. Now, when people ask how big of a slice do I use, use a slice like you would garnish a glass with. Um, so just a small little wedge of the lime with the peel, and then a couple of handfuls of spinach, ice. If you want to sweeten it, you can put some honey or agave or even a handful of uh, pitted dates. Um, you know, I get a big batch of those uh, those Hadley's pitted dates, and I'll put you know five or six of those in there. Run it for about a minute to a minute and a half tops, uh, depending on how thick you want it. You can put more or less ice or whatever. That's that's a great green smoothie. I love that one. Uh, now what I've um, what I've started doing is I've I used to, of course, smoothies and, and desserts is what I made a lot of. Now I do a lot more food processing kind of stuff with it. This time of year, we make a lot of salsas because we're not as hungry. We like more kind of snack kind of stuff. So we make a lot of salsa to have with, um, with uh, some, some good, healthy and quality um, tortilla chips and veggies, you know, we use them with. Um, so we do a lot of salsa and our salsa is simply cilantro, garlic, onion. I might put a couple sun-dried tomatoes in it, squeeze a lime just a little bit, and then some more dense tomatoes, what we try to use because the more dense your tomatoes are, the, the easier it is to get it more chunky and not as, not as uh, wet. Um, and so you just, I just pulse that till you get at the texture you want. You want chunkier, pulse it less. You want less chunky. Um, uh, sorry, you want it thinner, you know, pulse it a little bit more. You can go exactly, you're going to get the textures, a variety of them, honestly, that you can't get out of other machines. If you want to break something out completely, you can, but if you want to leave some textures, you've got enough finesse to do that. So sauce is something we do a lot. Um, and then sometimes we'll vary it by just putting a little bit of avocado. So it's not quite guacamole, but it's like a 
guaca salsa maybe. Um, so we'll do that. I love doing sauces in it, especially this time of year. It's hot in the house. I don't want to turn on the stovetop. So what we'll do is I'll, I'll make a bunch of pasta at once. We'll do all different kinds of pasta. There's some great quinoa pastas and whole wheat pastas, whatever. We'll make a bunch at once. I'll put it in a Ziploc bag, keep it in the fridge. So the kids are home, right? They're out of school. They're wanting food, and I can't just give them salads all day just because I don't want to turn on the stovetop. So what I'll do, I'll put a tomato, garlic, celery, carrot, um, just a little bit of those, like a whole tomato, and then probably about two ounces of sun-dried tomatoes. Um, and then I'll make, uh, I'll, I'll blend it with a little bit of like Italian seasoning maybe, maybe a tablespoon of olive oil. I'll blend that in the vitamins for about two minutes. That makes a marinara sauce just from scratch. So I pour it right over the pasta. Um, so I just put the pasta in the bowl. A lot of times I don't even have to heat it up. It gets to room temperature, you know, just sitting out while I'm making my pasta sauce. Pour it over top. It's ready. Then I also, I do an Alfredo sauce, which is, I make that. It's a, it's a dairy-free Alfredo sauce because a lot of, in my family, don't eat dairy. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I use um, coconut milk, cashews, a clove of garlic, a little bit of olive oil. And if you can have some cheese, um, if you're not vegan, you can, you can add this to it. I use a um, Romana Pacurmo, I think is how you say it. I actually pick it up at Costco, but it's a sheep's cheese. So a lot of people that can't have dairy, they can still have that. And I'll put maybe an ounce in there. And it gives it that kind of a little bit of that tanginess, the sharpness. Blend that for about three or four minutes, and you've got an Alfredo sauce. And it's, it knocks your stock off. I never thought about the, the sauces for the, for the pasta. How easy is that, right? Very, very. And you can make mac and cheese sauce in it. Do the same kind of thing. Just use maybe a different kind of maybe a sharper cheese. Don't put the garlic in it, or at least not as much garlic. Maybe a little bit of onion powder. Because um, if you read the ingredients to the craft, the, you know, the, the process stuff, that, that our kids love so much, it seems, seems, um, and the stuff that you know, you're getting at at restaurants all the time, it's just packaged. They actually put garlic and onion powder in there. So you can put a little bit in there, but you know, once you get your base made, I'll put a few baby carrots in there to give it that orange color they're used to. And they're, you know, and they're mac and cheese and they have no clue there's carrots in there. So you can, you can fake it, you know, put some, eat some healthy stuff. I a hundred percent. Cause you know, we see a lot of these Arizona shows that, around the Phoenix area. And then my, you know, cash, he's a pick. He's, he's at, he's three, he turned four two weeks ago. So he's, he's still picky, but he comes by your booth and then you can put, I mean, you could put literally anything in that thing, put a splash of juice and he's going to, he's going to drink the whole thing. Oh yeah. Healthy. Yeah, it goes a long way. Healthy. Stealth, stealth health is what we call it. Call it with Vitamix. And your recipes that you're making now at this point, six years ha- after having that machine, you're, you're talking, I mean, you're not measuring things precisely. You're kind of going off your taste buds. You know how much, like one clove of garlic instead of three cloves, so on and so forth. Right, exactly. Yeah, now for the, I usually put uh, with that, let's say the Alfredo sauce, for example, if I'm making that, I'll put about a cup of, um, a cup of the coconut milk, uh, about a cup of the cashews. Um, and then, and I just use the unsalted cashews. Um, I try to buy organic unsalted cashews, pinch of salt, pinch of pepper, and then the clove of garlic and maybe a couple of tablespoons of olive oil. That's your base. And if you don't mind a little bit of the cheese in there, you can have some cheese, but you just can't have, um, cow's milk cheese. Then you use, use a little bit of that Romano, you know, but, but that's about an ounce. So I do have measurements, but of course, I mean, if I'm making it just for me and my wife, because I've grilled a little bit of chicken and I've got a bed of spinach that I've steamed and I just want to serve, I'm going to make a smaller batch than if I'm making it for the whole, the whole crew too. So, um, but I tell people, play with it. If it's too thick, add a little bit more coconut milk. If it's not thick enough, add another handful of cashews, run it another minute. You're only a few seconds away from adjusting your recipe when you're using 
good quality ingredients, and when you're using the right um, the right equipment. I mean, there's certain exceptions to that. If I'm making a mayonnaise or a hollandaise or something, uh, yeah, I can I can goof up that really easily. But the stuff I'm talking about, it's pretty dummy proof, which is why I do it. Love it. And I know what I, know what I noticed that when I watch these cooking shows on Food Network and the Cooking Channel, a lot more of these chefs on TV are using that Vitamix machine. They really are. Oh, yeah. Well, and you see them a lot more. There's They're a lot more high profile now. And I've noticed that it seems like uh, several years ago, Food Network um, actually came to Vitamix and said, hey, would you like to be a sponsor? We'll put your machines on our show. And Vitamix declined because we just don't do the product placement thing like that. Um, however, the irony is the chefs already wanted them. Chef, Chef Michael Simon, uh, he's one that, you know, he's actually, I think, if I remember correctly, he's actually from Ohio. Uh, he loves Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay was on, um, I think it was Good Morning America, one of the morning shows on one of the networks, and they asked him, said, your apartment's on fire, and it doesn't matter how heavy it is, you can grab one appliance. What appliance is going to be? He said the Vitamix. And we don't pay for that. They just work. They're worth every penny and then some. If you use them and you're healthier, it's worth double or triple that you know four or five hundred dollar price tag um and then some if we're healthier i have to say it's not it's i look at it as not a purchase but it really is an investment you know that's that's what it is. it's an investment because you don't have to do it again and, and there's a return which is your health and, and simplicity and it's going to last longer than your average car got it have you ever heard of anyone going completely raw or liquid or, or do, do we need to have some solid foods in our overall overall meal plan can this be like a liquid diet for somebody I, personally, no, I don't think so. I, now, there's some people that have to be. Uh, I met a guy in Bakersfield, California, that had been on a liquid diet. He, had, he was a cancer survivor. Um, they had had to take out, um, because he had uh, cancer in his jaw and his neck, they had to remove part of his esophagus. So he was on a feeding tube, and he talked about the fact that he was going through blenders right and left. Um, he had tried going through the, the medical companies and getting the bag supplements, but he's up and he's active. And so he was famished because he wasn't getting enough nutrition. So when he got a Vitamix, he was actually able to get it and break it down to the Sega level. So it actually goes through the uh, the G2 um, that they have to use on a feeding tube. And, and it, interestingly enough, it's one of the only machines that I know of that insurance will pay for for patients on the feeding tube because of the way it breaks it down uh, to fit through the filter on the tube and, and for absorption. But for, for average people, no, we still need to eat. Um, we still need to chew because there's certain things that happen when we chew that they helps release enzymes to help our body start working well and metabol- start to metabolizing what we're ingesting. So, for example, if I make a big green smoothie in the morning and I've got it loaded with my celery and some maybe some kale and so on, I like to munch on a handful of nuts while I, uh, while I, so I have a handful of cashews or something, and I munch on those. The chewing actually helps us process it. So, no, unless you've got you know a wired mouth or you can't, um, you can't really eat, then no, you still need to chew. You know, there's still, um, good that you get out of chewing using those mandibles for sure. If people come back to you, let's say they see you at a show in, in, in January and they come back a year later, it, they, they, they share some stuff with you, testimonials. Oh yeah. All the time, constantly. And honestly, that's, that's what sells every now and then I'll have somebody pop up and they'll share a life-changing story for themselves. They'll say, oh, I, um, I bought my Vitamix, you know, five years ago and I went in and I rehauled. Uh, the way I take care of myself and started changing the way I eat. I've lost 30 pounds. I'm not on my blood pressure medicine anymore. I've had people that come and told me that they reversed their, um, their diabetes. So anything, you know, type two, type three, they can be reversed with proper diet. And I hear people all the time 
that that tell me that. I had a guy that actually um several years ago he said I was scared to death of going on a needle, and so I knew I had to do something. So he bought a Vitamix, and uh, and he overhauled. Uh, exactly how he did, you know, his food. And he even had some weird dietary things he couldn't have. And so that's really important when you're limited. It really matters, you know, what you use and how you use it food wise. And so the Vitamix is a great tool for that. Cancer survivors, I've had people come in and say they, they went through treatments, but they also started putting cancer fighting food into their diet regularly and use the Vitamix as a tool to get as much of it as possible. Um, especially when, let's say somebody doesn't feel like eating. Um, it's easier to get a lot of nutrition through a straw versus, you know, having to choke it down and having to chew it when somebody's going through treatments. And the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, they use the Vitamix uh, because, again, it, it works. Um, who is it? Is it Socrates? Socrates? One of the T's. Um, it, uh, I always forget which one it is. It says, let food be thy medicine. And uh, it really is. You don't really worry so much about side effects, you know, with getting too many Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Never hear really anybody worrying about that. Yeah. You know, maybe a little gas. That'd be about it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That, I love it. So let me ask you this. Today's episode will be uh, sent to our over 5,000 people that we have met over the last several years. And uh, I imagine some, some of them are going to want to know more about becoming a rep for the company or how they can learn about career opportunities with Vitamix or the, now they want a Vitamix after hearing this. Can you get them a Vitamix right directly through you? Sure, I can I can set it up, and the the great thing too is I'm willing to to kind of fill out options. There's lots of options out there. If you want to get a Cadillac Vitamix with all the bells and whistles on it, you can do it. If you want to get an entry level machine, you can do that. There's lots of options out there. They can of course go to the Vitamix website, which is Vitamix.com, um, and then check things out. You also feel free to email me. Uh, my my email address is Smoothie Jeremy at gmail.com. That's what I use for, you know, for public, for people to, to interact with me just about the Vitamix. And, um, it is, uh, S M O O T H I E J E R E M Y at gmail.com. So that's it. So you can email me and that way, if you have questions on more specific things, I don't mind shooting back and forth with you. Um, about that, you know, if you've got questions about it and if you've already got a Vitamix and maybe you're struggling with it, shoot over a question. I don't mind answering it. And if I don't know the answer, I'm not going to make it up. I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll shoot straight with you and I'll tell you exactly where you can get the, the solid answers if I don't have them. Glad to help. That's awesome, man. Thank you again for your time. We appreciate you. Again, that is smoothiejeremy at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, want to get one, invest in something that's going to help change your life. Jeremy's there to help you guys out. So thank you again for taking the time out of your day. Tell Gwen and the girls we said hello, and we will catch up. I'll do it. All right, buddy. Safe travels to you. Thanks for having me on. You guys too. Talk to you soon.